Welcome to Bear Necessities, the official Coventry Bears podcast. You can find us at coventrybears.com or wherever you normally get your podcasts. And we are very glad to have you here. I'm one of your hosts, Dave Musson. I'm very excited to get into this show in particular, as I'm sure my co-host is too. It's former Bears fullback, Craig Cathcart. Craig, that was a lot of fun on Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm very happy, Dave. I've got a, a celebratory whiskey next to me right now. Probably unprofessional to say that while we're recording a, a show, but we need to celebrate when we can. And, and this was a day where I feel like celebrating. Definitely, definitely. So in this show, we are going to be looking back on the Bears' terrific 38-30 victory against Rochdale Hornets, one of the promotion favourites and a team with 150 years of history behind them. We're going to hear from Bears head coach Rich Squires and player coach Dave Scott as well. And because the games just keep on coming in 2021, we will also look ahead to this weekend's trip to the North Wales Crusaders. But first, let's relive Sunday's very special game. And it couldn't have been more different from a week ago when it was about seven degrees. It was miserable. It was windy. It was cold. And everyone went home from the bus very disappointed. Last Sunday, the sun was out. It was in the mid-20s and the Bears put on quite the show. Bears actually scored first after about six minutes. Dave Scott, who would score again later in the game, um, a really great break down the right edge. Liam Wellen making some serious yards, some good hands, and our player coach finished um, finished near the sticks and Dan Coates added a conversion to make it 6-0. And the Bears backed that up with a really good set and had a great opportunity to, to score back-to-back tries. Um, but unfortunately, they uh, they got turned over about 10, minute, 10 metres out. and that actually um, set the platform for Rochdale to go up the other end and score. Um, so they they levelled things um, after about 12 minutes. And then a few minutes later, they scored again. And that was a pattern that we did see throughout the game, that basically wherever Rochdale were able to force a repeat set, they, they ended up scoring from it. And it was, at times it was troubling. Ultimately, it didn't matter because... Woo-hoo, the Bears won, but um, this is how it was in the in the middle of the game. But the Bears didn't back down, and I think that's something we have said in the the better performances from this season. Bears teams of old might have let their heads drop at that point, but not the Bears of 2021. And they scored to bring it back to within two points just after um, just after the halfway point of the first half. Kadeem Williams back in the team, um, making the most of a, a Matty Wellen ball steal, quick play the ball, and Kadeem powered into the left corner to score. Um, the conversion was unfortunately missed and then Rochdale did go at the other end and score again to extend their lead to 18-10. The Bears didn't give up. They scored again. Uh, Liam Wellham, this time scoring. Um, there was a, a penalty given to the Bears for a bit of a bit of fisticuffs, something else we will return to later on. That set the position for the Bears and, um, and Liam just got the ball cut back, showed his strength and powered through and scored. The conversion took that to 16-18. And that was looking good going into half time. Unfortunately, Rochdale did score again just before the break. That man, Fooey Fooey, Moy Moy, who, to be fair to him, looked incredibly fit, incredibly strong and had a very impressive game. He powered over from um, not far out. You're never going to stop that man from there, even if he is 40 years old. Um, and the conversion took it to 24-16 to the visitors, which was the halftime score. But it was by no means o- over. Um, the Bears scored first in the second half. Nathan Hill back in his fourth try of the year, about five minutes after the break, he just scooted in from dummy half um, and that took it to 20-24 and made it four tries apiece. So again, the Bears were looking good, but again, Rochdale edged 
edged out in front. They forced a repeat set and they scored from the from the field position. And that took their lead to 10 points. Now, again, at that point, 10 points with about half an hour to go. Perhaps Bears of old might have dropped. Um, but actually what sparked a bit of a recovery for the Bears was a really big fight. Um, can't entirely remember what sparked it. Liam Wellen was involved. Reese Rance ended up going over um, and being dragged over. It was all a bit of a bit of nothing, but it really seemed to, to um, rouse something in the Bears. And they really started taking the game to Rochdale even more than they had been already. And not long after that, a Rochdale player was sinbin for a tackle on Sam Bowering, which um, I don't think it was intentional, but it, it ended up being quite a nasty looking one. He did bring Bowering down on his head and he quite rightly got a, a 10 minutes in the bin. And this was the, the crucial turning point of the game. The Bears absolutely capitalised on having a man up and scored two tries in the space of two minutes. First, Harry Kaufman, another man coming back into the squad for his first appearance of the, the season, hit the ball with an absolutely superb line and smacked it over. Um, the conversion took it to 26-30. And then it, Rochdale just really lost their heads. The kickoff, they kicked it dead. And from the penalty that the Bears took from that, they had the field position. And Matty Wellen this time um, ended up getting the ball and cut in to score. And that conversion took it to 32 30 with, to be honest, we didn't really know how long left because there'd been quite a few stoppages in the second half. Um, and both Craig and I were uh, guessing anywhere between five minutes and 12 minutes left. So quite stressful as we were going towards the end of the game and Rochdale started to force it a bit more, but then came the crowning moment when we all knew it was going to happen. Rochdale were trying to play the ball wide to their winger, flew a, a ridiculous pass out there. The winger dived to try and keep the ball in play. I'm not entirely sure why he did that because the ball just went straight into the arms of Liam Wellham. He popped it back inside to Dave Scott, who sprinted in from about 60 metres out to go in under the posts, touched it down, his second try of the game, the Bears' seventh try of a 12-try match. Conversion made it 38-30 and that, is how it ended. Uh, absolutely terrific performance and a, another historic victory for the Bears. So Craig and I are going to offer our thoughts on that game shortly. But first, let's hear both post-match interviews, one after another. So we'll have player coach and double try scorer Dave Scott coming up. But first, here's head coach Rich Squires. Well, this is a bit of a different feel to our post-match chat to last week. I mean, you wanted a reaction from last week and boy, did you get it. What, what a terrific win. How did you how did you find that? Yeah, the deal they didn't, no, it wasn't at the best last week. And we had a good session on Wednesday and just talked, look, if we if we knew what we can do, you know, we'll be able to get the job done if we stay set for set. These are a really good team. You know, and Rochdale came off a really good win against Keith last week. So we knew it was a, an energy battle on, a, on an absolute scorch all day. Um, you know, but we won, won the energy battle and we came out the other side of it. What what do you think was the difference this week? Because from the stands, it looked like it looked like there was more focus on the pitch, perhaps a bit more sticking to what you guys had told them, and and just just more energy. Was it as simple as that? Were they just more focused? Yeah, just we went away. We we had no energy last week, so anything we did, kind of we couldn't seem to get anything with it. But everyone stuck together today, and you know our leaders really took it around the park. And we said at half time, if we can stay within a try with them, you know we'll with a, a fitter team, we're probably fitter in the league, you know. And these conditions suit us down to the ground. Um, obviously, them going down to 12 men helped us as well. So, but we just—it was learning curve, you know. We got to 60 minutes, and we're probably in the same situation, the same as Barrow. Um, 
you know, so we, we we spoke about that and how we address it, and we come out the other side today, and we've learned from that. We haven't really got big game experience because we haven't been in them situations before, but we've learned from Barrow and come out the other side of it positively today. And you mentioned the sim binning; it, it was obviously a crucial part because going into that sim binning, Bears were ten points down, and you managed to score twice in that period. That feels like something that Bears teams of old might not have been able to capitalise on. Again, is 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 there anything you can pinpoint around that? Is it just is it just thinking, playing smarter, a bit more leadership in the middle, perhaps? Yeah, I think it's you know, just a bit of leadership. You know, I thought our right side was very good today with Dave Scott and Liam Wellham. Um, you know, and Liam really took us around the park and across the board. You know, we've got leaders across, so the, there's, there's different bits where we could have kind of faded away, you know, and kind of go away from what we were meant to be doing. But we said, if you know, don't get bored of being boring. You know, the boring stuff was working for us, so why go away from it? You know, but it's, it's finishing games out. It's the first time they've actually managed to, to finish a game out and been in a position to do it. And they had to work tough to do it, you know, so the, the, they've done it well, you know, so it's, that's the best thing to be proud of, I think. And we talked last week about um, there being a few changes likely for this game and Harry Kaufman came in, Kadeem Williams came in um, and Will Budd came in. Two of those guys scored tries. I thought Will didn't didn't move an inch in defence either. How pleased were you with those guys coming in and taking their chances? They did exactly what we needed them to do, you know, which is add a little bit of extra energy and we've said we've got strength in depth this year. So if you have a bad game, everyone's going to be chomping at the bit to kind of get a game. Um, I thought Kadeem was really good um, defensively. We have to, obviously, he's not a natural winger, so we have to push Matty Wellham out there and they keep swapping and changing. Um, I thought Harry Kaufman brought a ton of energy, which which is what his game's all about. You know, does the little things really well and was rewarded for a, a try and he doesn't score many. Um, you know, and Will Bud does a tough stuff in the middle. They've, they've got a very big middle pack, you know, and he was coming on the same time as obviously for, for we and Joe Tayara. So he had a job to do and he, he did it really well. You know, he's still, he's still really young as well. So that's why we kind of made the change at the end. He still has some left in him, but go for more experience just to get to where we need to be. And one quick one, I noticed Jack Dawson sort of was, was forced out fairly early on. What's what's the prognosis on him? Yeah, he just tweaked his, drawing, his groin. So when he did a change of direction, it wasn't there. So he wanted to go back on, but I think he was only straight line. So it was best to kind of, especially in a game like that, is somebody who can finish the game and, and do it to a high standard and, and be you know fit enough to do it. So, you know, fair play to move there, but he's tweaked his groin. So we'll see where he is this week. And it's a shame, really, because he's had a a really good pre-season been really good the first three so it's a shame for him but you know the, the boys work hard together So on the road next week North Wales Crusaders they're one of those teams that are always in and around the same sort of positions as the Bears historically um, How does, does today's result change how you go into that game? Nah we just need to we've said it before we need to match that you know if we match that we'll take any team to, to where we need to be um, you know so we did it against Barrow got the result against West Wales kind of went in a little bit too confident last week and but we'll learn from that and as a group we'll learn from that so um, we know exactly what we need to do and you know we can't get ahead of ourselves with that but we'll we'll go in quietly confident next week but it's again it's another learning curve that we keep building from and just lastly for anyone who has a sort of passing interest in rugby league or doesn't doesn't follow league one too closely and may have stumbled across this result on the weekend what would you say to somebody like that who might write it off as, as a fluke or, or, or just a Rochdale having an off day? It's, it's, well, come down and watch us. You know, if you watch the way we're playing in the minutes, there'll be a, I guarantee you right now there'll be more results like this across the board this season. You know, you've got a very confident and very good ability group across, you know, in the squad. So, you know, if you, if you think it's cocky or you think it's, you know, it's a little bit of luck, just come down to the butts or follow us anywhere else and, you know, get a bum on seat and watch us because it'll be entertaining stuff. Great. Rich, two from two, uh, two out of two, back on track. Well done. Thanks Cheers, for your time. Dave. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Dave, bit of an improvement from last week? Yeah, absolutely. We're looking for a response this week and uh, I think just looking at the scoreboard, you can tell that we got one. So we're absolutely delighted and the boys have enjoyed that one in the changing rooms and rightly so. 
tell me how it felt when you uh, you caught that ball and sprinted in the 60 metres to, 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 to wrap up the, the game ceiling try. I think it was a bit of relief more than anything. Um, we knew that we were in the leads. Uh, we had two points on them and the talk in the field was we don't have to win the game twice. Stay composed and, and we'll win the football game. We'll see it out. And uh, I think they just tried to overplay a little bit and we got the bounce of the ball. Uh, Liam managed to get hold of it and I was just fortunate enough to be on the end of it and finish it off. So... Uh, a bit of relief, but a fantastic feeling. And to do it in front of the fans as well, even more special. Just talking to, to Rich in his post-match interview, we were talking about leadership on the pitch today. And he particularly singled out you and Liam, that, that right edge. It really feels like there's something coming together there. And you are you are having a lot of influence on the game that, between you and, and Liam, aren't you? It felt, felt like a big game for you both today. I mean, Liam and I um, played seven or eight years ago at Doncaster together so we're fairly familiar with how each other plays uh, we both live in Hull we've both travelled together for long periods um, so yeah we're good mates off the field as well uh, and I really enjoy playing with Liam and he's done a fantastic job down that right edge and yeah um, I can't compliment him enough he makes my job easy and you had a few uh, players coming into the squad for the first time this season, um, Kadeem, Harry and Will. Um, how impressed were, were you with how they slotted in and, and did a job today? Yeah, I think they all stood up. Um, I don't think they put many feet wrong whatsoever. Um, there had to be a change up. I think from last week, you could see there was a massive dip in performance and we weren't quite at the races. And when that happens in this league, I think I said it last week, you can get beaten by anyone. Um, so the lads that came in, they know that there's competition for places. They know that they've got to perform. Otherwise, they're at risk of being dropped again next week. Um, I think they all put the best foot forward. And again, we've got another selection headache, which, you know, it, it, it's a problem, but it's a problem I'd much rather have than a problem of, oh my God, who are we actually going to pick to do a job here? So uh, I can't compliment the boys enough on the performance today. They, they've really put the best foot forward, so well done to them. And next week, a, a trip to North Wales, a, a team that um, traditionally sort of are usually in or, in or around the same sort of position as the Bears. How, how do you see that one going into off the back of this result now? Yeah, look, we've got momentum on our side, um, so that's a massive positive. We managed to turn it around from last week, uh, which is what we wanted, wanted that response. Looking at North Wales Crusaders, I mean, they've had some results, they've had some close games, and it's not going to be an easy trip whatsoever. Um, so it's a massive challenge for us, but we need to make sure we turn up and do a job, and that means improving again on what we've, what we've delivered today. We did well today, but we can still get better, and there's more to come from the Bears. And just lastly, I mean, throughout pre-season, we, we were kind of focusing on this first month, these first four games, and we'd, we'd perhaps, from a, from a realistic point of view, we're, we're thinking probably targeting two wins from an optimistic point of view, and you talked about wanting to get three out of the four. We've come to the end of the month and have won half of the games, and it's, it's kind of been a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, how, how do you assess this, this first four weeks? Is it overall a positive start to the season, do you think? It's a massive positive, and I think today the lads really need to take away some belief. They need to believe how good they are and how good they can be when they stick to systems and processes because we've just shown today that if we do do that, we're a very good team and we're very difficult to beat. Um, but it's when we come away from that and start doing our own things, that's when the game becomes tough for us. So uh, we need to learn from that. It's an experienced thing, but hopefully we're sending the right message to the boys. I think looking back at those four games, yep, we wanted to win three out of four. We've won two. Um, I think probably anyone outside of this group would have snapped uh, your hand off for two wins out of four looking at these first four fixtures personally looking at the group that we've got and looking at the quality that we've got I'm disappointed that we've not won all four however we're building towards something and this win today uh, is key in that Dave terrific again today thank you so much and uh, good luck for next week cheers Dave thank you pleasure as always so huge thanks to both Dave and Rich for joining us as ever I, right Craig I, 
I'm not entirely sure where to start with this. I mean, a week on from a from a really disappointing performance, um, the contrast couldn't kind of been more stark. Not just in terms of the, the weather, but and and the, the general feeling around the ground, but the way the Bears played this week compared to last week, it was you know a really terrific, organised performance. I think a statement result, massive turnaround after last week, and a thoroughly well deserved win in in a pretty even contest actually i mean what what were your let's start with overall thoughts what what were your feelings after, on sunday's performance um well i know last week uh the result last week everyone around the club was bitterly disappointed with that it was a game that the everyone involved felt we should have won um scholars were the better team on the day absolutely they played very very well uh to get the win especially in the last 20 so they've had all week to think about it. And the sign of a good squad is a squad that can take a, a defeat like that on the chin and, and go out and, and put it right. And they did. Uh, you know, there was a couple of guys coming in for the first, well, three, three, new, three players coming in for the first appearances of the season. Um, I know that the guys really, really worked hard this week to get themselves prepared both physically and mentally for this game. And as you said, it's 10 points down with, what, 20 minutes to go or so, you know, that normally, I have to say, normally in the past would, would spell the end of the Bears' resistance and, and, and more experienced teams would go on to see the game out. But we just hung on in there. We really made it difficult for them. There was just great performances across the pitch. It, it really felt, I remember turning to you at one point and saying, we're actually in this still. We're, we're really giving them a hard time and we're really giving, you know, something feels good about this. We, we really were um, putting them under a lot of pressure. Their mistakes crept into their game. They started to look tired because they were, def- I think it was a 20-minute spell where we pretty much had set after set. You know, they defended and then they went down a, a, a man. So, and we took advantage of that. We didn't let it galvanize them. We actually... Um, sniffed the chance to get back in the game and we did it. It was just brilliant, superb all round and some really good skills on show as well. And and you know what? For the fourth game this season, we've scored a hat full of tries. It just shows score tries from anywhere to score seven tries against Rochdale is just fantastic. I mean, they went out, their, their result last week was the complete opposite of, of what the Bears did. I mean, they went to Keithley and put 40-something points on them. So, they would have been coming into this game full of confidence uh, and think, you know, I'm absolutely sure they didn't take anything for granted, but they certainly wouldn't have been expecting to, to have such a hard game on their hands. And and we broke their resistance with about 20 minutes to go. And, and at that point, then it looked um, absolutely certain that the Bears were going to win. It was just absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, I can't praise the guys enough and you could just see it in their faces. They, you know, they really, really wanted it. Um, they've talked a lot about what they can do to put things right this week. And it's, it's just fantastic to see. And, you know, it's, it, we've, we've beaten some Northern teams uh, in the past, but we've, we've generally not done it in such a professional way like that. You know, people, as you said, will, will start um, thinking about whether or not Rochdale had an off day. Maybe they did, but actually, we were superb and fully deserved the win. Yeah. And and one thing Rich said in his post-match interview was talking about, you know, he, he threw the line out there that he reckons his Bears team are 
the fittest team in the division. And I think one thing I remember saying to you during the game was when we were trying to work out which props were on the field and we were working out when um, Peter Ryan and Will Budd were going to come back on. And we said, you know, it looks like they're banking on fitness being a factor in those last 20 minutes. And I think it's been clear for anyone to see that the Bears are a very fit team this season. And that's fitness with a bit more leadership on the on the field that we've talked about already this season particularly that right edge Dave Scott and Liam Wellham wealth of experience there you know they've played together at Doncaster in the past they know each other's game and they do offer real leadership but that fitness that leadership and then that little sequence of the fight the sin bin and the Bears pulling back that 10 point deficit to to getting in the lead and then extending it that just felt like such a massive moment not just in this game, but I think in terms of what it could do to the confidence and the belief that this squad should have in themselves, because, you know, we mentioned earlier, but there's another game coming up right away next week. If ever there's a season where you want to take the positives and just run with it in the next game, it's this year. And it feels like that, that last 20 minutes could could be a massive, massive influence on the rest of this season, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, it's a complete turnaround from last week where there was the final 20 minutes things just went completely wrong and this week the guys showed real composure and you know honestly Rochdale looked out on their feet they, they couldn't handle the pace um, and, and the fact that the Bears were making yards every set at that point and you know when we were t- in defence as well you know they uh, ran out of ideas in the second half they, um, I think they probably expected to make easy yards up the middle. Um, traditionally, that's where teams have targeted the Bears. They've gone up the middle, made lots of yards, and then spread it wide to, to score. But actually, defensively, we were brilliant again. Um, you know, we, we let ourselves down a little bit last week against Scholars at times, but tackling in threes and fours again today, just superb. And wrapping players up, um, you know, stopping them getting the offloads putting them under a lot of pressure, getting in their faces, making them make mistakes. It was just just brilliant, brilliant to watch. Uh, now you, you, know. you, men- you mentioned um, just then about um, there were three players coming into the into the squad, playing their, making their first appearances of the season. So Kadeem Williams, Harry Kaufman and, and Will Budd. I mean, it speaks volumes that two of those three scored tries and Will Budd, the one who didn't score a try. He was superb in defence. I mean, he took a battering from Fooey Fooey, but he still brought the man down, didn't he? And it wasn't quite the um, the hit that Peter Ryan put in a couple of years ago that we still talk about. But you know, it really does show the the strength in the Bears squad this year. For those, for you know, to make three changes, that's that's not insignificant on a squad of seventeen. And for them to come in and to just not only not disrupt the team, but to improve it really and to and to to really put in terrific performances all around and I don't think we've ever seen Harry Kaufman score a try since we've been doing this podcast I think that's his first ever Bears try as far as I I recall he he might have scored another in another game but um, I I think I'm pretty certain that's his first ever he took it like Um, a a season a veteran sort of a season try scorer didn't he it was brilliant and do you know what with Harry? He's he's been around the club for for a few years now, and he all the reason we like him so much is he always gives one hundred and ten percent when he's on the field, and he's one of those guys around that every club needs. Where 
when he's asked and called upon, he'll come in and he'll do his job and he'll do it well. And you know, I think you know, I don't, th- I don't think necessarily he's a spectacular player, but he's really, really steady. He does his job. He brings a lot of energy onto the field, and he was brilliant today. Really, really good. The moment I understood. Harry and his game was if you go back to the witness game in the challenge cup in the 2018 season, and obviously that was a, a bad, you know, a, a pretty one-sided result, but there were two men on that, in that match who really stood up and, and really brought it to witness who were a super league team at that time. And it was, it was Gertz and Harry. And like that, that was, I think I said to you in the week, like when we were discussing about whether Harry might come into the squad, and I think I mentioned like this felt like the sort of game that he would like to get his teeth into, you know, a sort of a, a very sub. He seems to relish that position of the underdog, which the Bears are often in. And yeah, I, th- I thought I thought he offered so much um, on Sunday. And and Kadeem operating sort of slightly out of position as a left winger, we've we've only really seen him as a centre or occasionally a second row. I mean, he took his try brilliantly, but he was, as we've always seen him with with him, superb in defence. Um, and it really feels like he, you know, we've got a bit of a hole in that left wing position with with Hayden Freeman being injured at the moment and, and still going to be out for it. You know, he's, I, I saw him at the ground on Sunday. It's still going to be at least another four weeks before his cast is off. Feels like Kadeem could be a good solution for that that corner, really. Yeah, I know you're you're a big fan of Kadeem, uh, as I am. Really, he's. Again, he's another brilliant club man. His attitude is top notch. Uh, I think he came in with a couple of niggling injuries at the start of the season. Um, but again, when he was called upon today, he's come in and he's been superb. His defence today was phenomenal, really, really good, put in some massive hits. And, you know, when he got the opportunity to score, he, he sprinted in on the corner. I, as I said to you during the game, I didn't think he was that quick, but he, he, he made another good run as well in the second half where he made loads of yards and, and looked really rapid. So he's done a really good job. And, um, you know, that again demonstrates the strength and depth this year. Um, I think traditionally, I guess going back in previous years, we had a fairly strong first 13, but when any, any of those dropped out, there, there wasn't always much strength and depth off the bench. And particularly when the, the squad had injuries, uh, we find it hard. We've always found it hard to replace like for like. But actually, the guys come in today and were just brilliant. So that's a good thing. It shows that um, you know. I think it shows anyone in the squad if they don't perform, then there is someone willing to come in and do a good job in their place. So having that competition there is only going to drive everyone on and drive improvements. And two more men I wanted to. To mention, I mean, we, we've already heard from Dave Scott, and he scored two tries, and and we we've already raved about him this season. I thought he was terrific again, but the man outside him, Liam Wellham. I mean, we we spent most of the game trying to work out exactly exactly how that man runs like he does because his his posture and his physique is so unusual. He's incredibly difficult to tackle. He's incredibly strong in defence as well, but he's been a standout performer in all of the games this season, but he was terrific against Rochdale, wasn't he? He, did, he made so many yards and gave gave the Bears so much go forward at t- crucial times in the game as well. His fitness is just phenomenal. I don't know how he does it. I honestly don't know how he does it because he'll take a few hit-ups, he'll go back in defence, he's putting big hits in, 
And he just keeps going and going and going, and he never takes a, a step back. Um, he caused them problems all the way through the game. Genuinely, they they hated having to attack, tackle him. Um, he was just brilliant. Genuinely a top-quality player. And his brother, Matty, on the other side as well, was superb again today. That You know, we are very lucky to have those Wellham brothers uh, in the team. Uh, maybe if Christian wants to join next season as well, that would be nice. But they are both superb players and they really um, add so much to the Bears' attack, but also defensively, so strong with them in the team. Um, but going on to Dave Scott, I mean, I think um, I have to say he's, he's already becoming one of my favourite ever Bears players. He's just absolutely brilliant. Brilliant on the ball. He looks like he's got all the time in the world, but he's got it. His passing ability is phenomenal. He hits gaps. You know, he's not the biggest guy either, but defensively, he's rock solid, really, really good. I I, I thought he was, as you said, he was just superb today. He, he's been um, pretty much the standout performer in every game, I think. Um, but not only that, he's got players outside him that can do stuff with the ball as well. And he's on the same wavelength as, as everyone else. And I have to say, this this halfback partnership we've got with, with him and Dan Coates it's definitely the best halfback partnership we've ever had in, in League One. Um, you know, they are both top, top quality players, really, really good. And then when you add Chris Cully Moore and, and how brilliant he is as a hooker into that mix as well, you know, that's that's a really good three there that just really work well together and know what they're doing. And um, yeah, Dave took both his tries really, really well today as well. It, you know, he's a brilliant support runner. And once he gets the ball, he's gone because he's rapid as well. Really, really quick. I think if he keeps that form up, like if we don't, if he keeps this form up and he stays fit and we don't get to see him walking out at the Rico Arena or whatever it's called now in a Scotland shirt for that game against Australia, he can feel very hard done by because he is in absolutely sensational form. And I would love him to round off the year with a World Cup game in Coventry. A quick word before we wrap this one up. Um, from last Sunday, quick word on Rochdale. It's our first time covering them on this podcast. Um, I, I really like the vibe of that club. I've always been impressed by the way they go about things. They're obviously a, a big name in the sport. They, I mentioned at the top of the show that they're, they're in the 150th year this year. And they, they played well on Sunday. I thought it was a really engrossing game to watch, but I, I, you know, I didn't, there was, I, I don't feel like I went away from that game thinking anything, anything negatively about how they played. I thought, you know, the, the Bears just got the better of better of them on the day, but they feel they feel like a perhaps almost almost a bit of a kindred spirit of the Bears and the way they try and approach things and the way they they're trying to set themselves up as well. Yeah, I mean, um, I thought their fans were top class today, really really friendly and joined in in the banter. Um, obviously, they would have been disappointed. And let's let's just say we've seen fans from other clubs who've come down and, and when things haven't gone their way, they've, they've, they've not taken it very well, but they, they took it in good spirits. Um, Andy Maisie, who's, who's in charge of Rochdale, I've just seen has tweeted congratulations to the bear and that bears. And that's, that's a really refreshing thing for the owner of a club of a traditional club to do because we've seen it in the past. I mean, we beat, we've beaten Northern teams and they haven't even put, the result on their website and, and there's been no mention of it and um you know people 
involved in those clubs genuinely didn't take it very well. So for him to to be like that is is very refreshing. And you know, I think they're they're, they're a very very good side. Um, but then so are the Bears, uh, and the sooner people realise that, the better because. It's no great shame to lose lose to this Bears team. They're a very good team, and um, if people come down here with with the attitude that they're just going to stroll up and get an easy win against the Bears, then they'll be mistaken. Definitely. And your mention of the fans joining in the banter that reminded me of something that did make me laugh out loud during the first half. Of course, we're used to it at the Burst Park Arena when um, when one of our players lands a conversion. Um, our man Tim on the PA usually puts over the, the can we kick it? Yes, we can. And when Dan Coates missed his first conversion, I don't know if you clocked it, but a bunch of Rochdale fans suddenly sang, can you kick it? No, you can't, which I thought was that was excellent that was my kind of humor i enjoyed that a lot even though it was against one of the best players but yeah i, I echo you i thought i thought it was it was terrific how many fans they bought and it was it was a, a there was a really good spirit about that game there was a lot of respect from both sides i think which was really nice to see yeah um we did have an interloper outside the ground as well at one point didn't we we did we did we from, from outside the <laughs> yes yeah i don't yeah don't quite know what well i think i think they'd have a, had a few bank holiday beverages i think and were um decided that, that they didn't take too kindly to the sport of rugby league but again i thought tim handled it very very well um but yeah you kind of had to, don't really want to repeat that language on a, on a family show but um yes I, I mean credit to tim as well i i don't know how he had any voice that given for those who don't know tim who does the PA at the at the Butts is a Brentford fan um, when it comes to football. And of course, Brentford got promoted to the Premier League on Saturday at Wembley Stadium, a game he went to. So how he even had the voice to come and I know he has a microphone, but even so, but he he was a massive part of getting that atmosphere going as well. So I'm I'm assuming he's, he's just gonna not speak weekend, this week. Yeah, yeah. I just assume he's not gonna speak this week to let his voice recover. Anyway, before we wrap up, um, let's look ahead briefly to this this coming weekend's trip to face North Wales Crusaders. So the Crusaders got beat 44-8 by Barrow on Sunday. I don't think that's necessarily something we can measure anything against because it feels like this last weekend in particular, in particular, League One has really come to life and, and all of these results are uh, popping up all over the place. But North Wales, it's, it's one of those tricky ones. In fact, I think North Wales was the first game we ever covered as a podcast, but they're always a well, the Bears are always a bit hit and miss against this lot, aren't they? Um, you know, there have been games when we, I think there was one in the first year we did the podcast when we went away and beat them. And there've been other times when we've shown good stuff against them, but they've always managed to grind something out against us. So how are you feeling going into this one, particularly off the back of, of Sunday's game? We've had, some, we've had some good results against them in the past. Yeah, I think we've, I think we drew, we've drawn twice against them. And, and we've beaten them once or twice. Um, they're a very good side, though. They've got a good coach, and they've signed some good players this year as well. They've got Patrick Van Avan, Van Am, yeah, on on the wing. Um, you know, ex Super League. They've got um, some really good players in there. So and Chris Barrett and Dan, Dante Morley Samuels as well. Yeah, I think I think they'll be. I think they'll probably possibly be a bit disappointed with the result today, although it was against Barrow, who are the only unbeaten side now. And I think they are, are they two for two or one from three? One from four. Yeah, so Crusaders had a very good win away at Scholars, I think, on week one. 
Um, but since then, they've lost three in a row, albeit tough games. Um, and they've, they, you know, obviously they got well beaten by Barrow um, this weekend. So they'll be looking to put things right. I, I don't necessarily think their results are a true reflection of how good they are because they are a very, very good side. Um, but if we can beat Rochdale and we've shown already that we can compete against the likes of Barrow and uh, and other teams, I think we've, we've got a very good chance. I do think it will prob- probably be a close game and I think they're quite a strong proposition at home. Um, although, as I understand it, in Wales, you've still not allowed fans at the ground. So they do have a very vocal um core of support don't they they create a good atmosphere at home and i think uh, that's possibly something that will play you know be at their disadvantage not having their home support there so the bears can go away there and get a good result just need to back up what we've done this week and make sure we do all the good things again make sure the performance is still there and we we maintain such a you know such a high standard and, and we've got every chance of doing it but they'll be they'll be very much targeting that as a game to get their season back on track. Uh, you know, so they, I expect them to train twice as hard this week and, and really go into the game fired up to, to try and get the win. Mm, yeah. I, I think from a Bears point of view, trust in the process, trust in, trust in what they've done well this season, have the right mentality going into it. And when it comes to the game itself, tempo, we, we've seen in all of the games this season, the Bears have looked at their best when they've, when they've kept things moving, they've kept things ticking, that plays to their strengths. And we've seen they're a fit team. They're a, they're a well-drilled team. And when we get up and running so far, there's not been, I know we haven't won every game, but there's not been any team when we've played like that. There's been, there's been nobody who's been able to live with it. So it's, um, yeah, I think as going back to what Rich said in his interview, that, that game against Rochdale was basically the first almost full 80 minute performance that we've seen from the Bears this season. And, and yeah, you're right. They've just got to back it up. So um, fingers crossed they do, but let's, let's wrap it up there. Enjoy the rest of this week, Bears fans. We all deserve it. Um, and do join us again next week for all the reactions from that Crusaders game. And we'll also look ahead to the first of four back-to-back home games where the boys are definitely going to need your support even more than ever to try and keep this positivity train rolling and keep this season rocking along in the Bears' favour. So um, join us for that. Thanks for listening. Thanks to you, Craig, as always, and we will both see you next week. Cheers, mate.